Welcome to See You on the Other Side, where we dive into conversations about psychedelics and healing. I'm your host, Christine. And I'm Leah. We invite you to listen with an open mind and heart and a little bit of curiosity while we break your brains along with some stigmas and make you laugh along the way. So let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of See You on the Other Side. I am your co-host, Christine, and I am here with Leah and Nathaniel DeBoer from Psychedelic Water. He is the uh, creative director, is that correct? Of Psychedelic Water. Welcome, Nathaniel. Thank you. Thank you. So can you, um, let's just go right into it. Give us a little background of psychedelic water and what that is. Yeah, for sure. So psychedelic water um, is was a long time coming. Um, basically, our our founder uh, is a guy named Keith. Um, he has previous experience in uh, the cannabis industry, um, and he saw a lot of the things that had happened with cannabis beginning to happen with psychedelics Uh, so at a certain point with cannabis you had all this sort of uh research into the mental health benefits of these substances begin to come out um and that really sort of forecasted the beginning of this huge push for legalization um which has had varying levels of success uh, throughout various states. Uh, I'm based in Canada, and here in Canada, it's fully legal nationwide. Um, so he, he began to hear those same rumblings happening with psychedelics, and given his previous experience in um, cannabis, was like, well, this is something that I'd love to be involved in. Um, but obviously, none of these substances are uh, legal in a conventional sort of like consumable sense yet. Um, and that became the focus for him though. It's like, how can I get involved in this, create consumer products that are accessible to people, even though this isn't something that's like fully legal in any real capacity yet. Um, so then began this kind of journey of, uh, creating something that, um, sort of, uh, mimicked an aspect of the psychedelic experience, recreated that in some form. Um, but that was using FDA compliant ingredients that we were, were able to kind of like put into something that we could uh, sort of have a broad reach with. Um, and the idea with this really is we strongly believe that, um, the presence of the word psychedelic on a can, on a shelf in a convenience store next to a Red Bull or a Coca-Cola or whatever is incredibly powerful for the destigmatization and normalization of these substances. And again, there's a parallel to um, cannabis there in that something that really helped change a lot of people's minds about cannabis was the proliferation of CBD products, which were much more widely available and allowed people an entry point into that sort of wider space that was less daunting, didn't have any sort of legal stigma around it, um, but really got people familiar with some of some of the things they could expect with the more potent or scary um, sort of aspects uh, of of that sort of space. Um, so we spent a lot of time figuring out what the, what the blend was going to be, what the actual sort of, uh, 
active ingredient was going to be. And we came upon kava, which is our, our active ingredient. Um, kava is a root of a plant with a super, super long history uh, in the South Pacific. It's been consumed there for thousands of years. Um, and it basically relaxes your body and elevates your mood, but doesn't um, like mess you up the same way that, that like alcohol would or cannabis for that matter. Like you, you stay mentally intact, which is yeah. something that was really important to us because um, yeah, we wanted this to be something that like you could, you could have and could be an alternative to something like alcohol or, or anything like that. So that's kind of like the process of how this all came about and, and where we, how we landed at the blend that we have today, um, which uses, yeah, kava as well as uh, Daviana and a little bit of green pea uh, to sort of create this mild mood boosting, uh, blend that just really gets you, gets you feeling good without messing you up. I started drinking this back in the spring and it's been my go-to instead of alcohol. Um, I don't really drink my husband's sober. And I remember we went on spring break and I had like, I don't know, probably 12 of these packed with us and he's got his, Bud Light zeros. <laughs> I'm like, that's so gross. Why would you even waste the calories <laughs> on something that tastes like beer but doesn't? I don't know. It was just, and I'm like, and this is what I drank the whole time was psychedelic waters. Nice. Um, and I, I have a lot of, um, I don't want to say a lot, but like I tend to get a little anxious around a lot of people drinking. And we were with a group that was heavily drinking, and and. While he's drinking his Bud Light Zeros, I'm like, I'm going to drink something that's going to help calm me down, put me in a good mood. And what else is in this? L-theanine? Isn't L-theanine in this or is that? It's green tea. Green tea. Okay. Yep. And it, it really so did green, help. Like Green tea leaf extract has... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. You go. Um, Oh, as I was just saying, green, green tea leaf extract um, can have like trace amounts of L-theanine in it. It's not like a, any sort of like notable level uh, in this uh, in this blend, but it is at a notable level. Another product, but that's another. another but the story. interesting <laughs> thing about that spring break trip is, people thought you were drinking. Oh yeah, because of how like the can is the can. It looks so it doesn't you know because oftentimes if you're around a group of people and they are drinking heavily and you're just drinking water. They're like, why are you drinking? Why are you drinking? Where people didn't ask you because they thought you were just drinking. I was <laughs> outed in, during one of my pregnancies because I was drinking water at a party. And that was the first thing they asked was like, are you pregnant? And I was like, I can't just drink water. Like, but <laughs> So yeah, you're exact. We were with this group for a week and not a single person the entire week knew that I was not partaking in so alcohol that's, consumption. Yeah, that's what I like about the branding of it. It's not, you don't necessarily like stick out like a sore thumb. You can enjoy mm -hmm. it with people and people may not even notice. They that, don't even care. Yeah. You just look like you're yeah. <laughs> part of the crowd, yeah. but you just, I, in my opinion, you just feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. So when did mm -hmm. this company start? Because it's a newer company, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've been around, uh, what, like a little more than a year and a half That's since we launched. So wild. Um, we launched February of last year. Yeah. Uh, we launched with our initial two blends, the Blackberry Yuzu and the Hibiscus Lime. Since then, we've launched two additional flavors of our main psychedelic water product, Oolong plus Orange Blossom, as well as Fruitly Pear. And just, I guess it's probably over a month now. Uh, a 
ago, we launched a new product uh, called Psychedelic Functional Microdose, which we can get into if you guys want. But totally. Um, and I yeah. saw I saw that on the website, but so this is very new, and I feel like it's grown exponentially in a short amount yeah. of time, right? So how yeah. did you yeah. get started with this company? Uh, I really <laughs> fell into it. Um, so my background is in is in tech. Um, I've always been involved in in design, but out of out of school, I started working in the technology space. Um, spent several years doing that and got really bored. <laughs> um, a lot of the a lot of the design I was doing was very like cut and dry, and I, I didn't really feel like I had a lot of opportunity to sort of explore stuff I was more interested in. Um, and yeah, so I ended up kind of leaving that space, took a few months to kind of like think about like, okay, what do I want to do? Um, I've always really been interested in packaging design. Like even when I was like back in high school, I, I had like, like a wall in my room that was just like a stack of like energy drink cans because I just loved the, the designs of the cans. Uh, I was like fascinated with like Rockstar and Monsters branding and how they had all these different flavors and all the different can art and whatnot. Um, and then that sort of evolved as I got older into a very deep interest in craft beer and the branding around different craft breweries and whatnot. So um, I've spent a lot of time looking at cool looking cans. <laughs> so um, that was something I was just thinking about. of like, oh, it'd be interesting to get into that space. We'll see. Um, but I, I kind of, after leaving tech, took a few months, just kind of like, yeah, figure out what the next step was. And then uh, I think it's probably been like three months since I'd left the, the previous job I was at. Um, and then this sort of just fell into my lap. Like I didn't really go searching for it. It's a typical story, you know, a friend of a friend kind of thing. Um, but yeah, they, I basically found out that, um, yeah, close family friend. He knows the CEO of, of Psychedelic Water. And he goes like, oh, I know that you're in design. And like, I know you're like potentially looking for, for new work. This is something you'd be interested in. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll have a conversation. And um, got talking with uh, with Punkage, who's our CEO as well. Um, and, then, uh, and then, yeah, just kind of joined to just help them do some initial, I basically came on in a freelance context, like just sort of like to help them out with some design stuff. Um, they were working on some initial mock-ups actually for psychedelic functional microdose at the time. And I presented some concepts to them. And that was basically it was, I was just doing like odd, this, this and that sort of like design needs as needed. Um, but then over time I had a lot of opinions. I was like, Oh, I'll come to that meeting and then basically i started i started working with them in may and by october i had kind of fully like immersed myself in it and basically like worked my way into a full-time role um awesome. and then that evolved into yeah kind of like just heading up a lot of the design stuff for the company and dealing with some marketing things and that sort of thing as well so that's how i handle all that Well, hey there, shroomies. We are so excited to have our first official sponsorship with Colors Gummies, a game changer in the world of mushroom-infused treats. So let's dive into what makes Colors Gummies so unique and why we love them so much. For sure. Unlike other brands who use ground-up shrooms, Colors uses nano-mushroom extract from organically grown mushrooms. 
Their exclusive extraction process ensures purity and potency, making them five times more robust than raw mushrooms alone. Plus, their gummies carry a full-spectrum blend of tryptamines for that one-of-a-kind experience. That is amazing. So what about dosing precision? Yeah, so Colors addresses this issue with their proprietary nano-extract. It's water-soluble, ensuring a one-to-one dissolution ratio in water. No more unpredictable experiences, just a consistent and reliable dose every time. Ah, I love that. Okay, now let's talk comfort, because sometimes I get shroom tummy, but not with Colors gummies. Oh my god, same. And there's a reason for that. I always thought it was just completely unavoidable when taking shrooms. But with Colors, their extraction process isolates active compounds, leaving behind the indigestible compounds. They're gentle on the stomach, so no shroom tummy with Colors. Convenience is crucial too. Colors gummies are heat resistant and perfect for on the go. There is nothing worse than finding your melted mushroom chocolates in the bottom of your bag. Holy shit, right? (laughs) Like good luck dosing that out. Colors gummies remain solid, heat resistant up to 180 degrees, but who the fuck is going in 180 degrees? (laughs) And if you are, you're not dosing mushrooms. (laughs) They're convenient for any adventure, so no mess, even distribution, reliable dosing, and a shareable experience. Okay, so now let's talk purity. Colors is committed to all natural and no synthetics. Yeah, so many brands use synthetic lab-derived compounds, but not colors. They're committed to clean products free of inorganic lab-derived compounds, and all of their products undergo third-party lab testing for potency and purity. So there is a whole range of products from Colors, including microdoses, perfect for those starting their journey or seeking a lighter dose, the double strength pouch for a more robust experience, and my new personal favorite, the Amanita Muscaria gummies for relaxation and stress relief. Ah, I love them too. They are also vegan, gluten-free, and made with real fruit juices and purees. Colors gummies are artisan-made and hand-poured for a truly exceptional experience. Ready to embark on a journey or microdose with Colors? Visit the Colors Gummies link in our bio and use our code OTHERSIDE15 for 15% off your purchase. And most importantly, be safe and dose responsibly. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it was kind of meant to be a little bit because the branding, it's on point. I really like it. It's so good. But what's okay, I want to go into a little bit of the ingredients and what they do because I remember having this out at work one day and I'm drinking this and. I'm I'm looking at one of my clients and I'm like, it's it's not illegal. Like it's not like magic mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, right, I know right. I talk about that a lot, but this is I'm not gonna like I wax people. So I'm like, I'm not gonna fuck your eyebrows up. I'm not messed up. <laughs> but, so um I was trying to explain to her, you know, just the different ingredients and what they do. And I went I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole with kava root and and how <laughs> it it I go down rabbit holes. I that's, that's why I love it. That's kind of my thing. But um, I want to hear your take on on some of the main ingredients, kava root, how that integrates with um, health and mental health and all that. And what was the other one you said? Damiana? I can't, I can't say it. How do you say it? Damiana. Damiana. Okay. Damiana. I want to know more but about it, that one too. Uh, even, though it's, yeah, even though it's legal, you still have that euphoric feeling, but not like mm-hmm. that yeah. drunk feeling. Yeah which I like. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, circling back on that, I, I it was really interesting hearing you talk about uh, your experience drinking it in like a social context where other people were drinking. 
one, the people not commenting on it at all and just thinking it's like a cooler or something is awesome. That's what we want. Um, but then, but then secondarily, you mentioned like not feeling comfortable in those situations and, and it helping you to feel more comfortable. And I think that that is something that, uh, separates what we're doing from, uh, like something like liquid death, um, which I mean, great brand, again, they do an amazing job of sort of, um, having that covert, like I'm literally just drinking still water, but everyone thinks I'm like doing, drinking some sort of crazy craft beer thing or something. Um, so they're great for that as well. Um, but it's just still water. So if you're so uncomfortable in that situation, you're still going to be uncomfortable in that situation. Whereas, uh, Kava has this like social lubrication effect, uh, without the social, like without the mental inebriation, without the, the drunk, um, aspect of it. And I think that's what really kind of like separates what we're doing is that, um, in those social settings, you can drink something, blend in <laughs> with the, with the alcohol consumption crowd. And then still have a, a a physical effect that contributes to your enjoyment of that sort of social uh, scenario. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's what's so great about uh, great about Kava is is that it has that sort of like social lubrication effect, that like mental boost of positivity, um, without any of the sort of negative side effects that come with uh, with alcohol, whether that be like inebriation or hangover or anything like that. None of that's there. So. Um, as far as our blend goes, yeah, Kava is really like the star of the show basically. And then the two other active ingredients are Damiana and yeah, green tea leaf extract. So, uh, Damiana is uh, a wild shrub. It has a history as like an aphrodisiac, although there's not really a lot of like hard and fast evidence for that. Um, but you know, if it works, it works. <laughs> um, it, it definitely does have like a, a uh, it, I, I essentially would describe it as like Kava's wingman in our blend. Like it's, it's there to effectively like um, mesh nicely with the effects of the Kava and, and just add a little bit more of that sort of like mood boosting effect. Uh, and then the green tea leaf extract is there just to basically provide a little bit of like a natural source uh, of caffeine uh, to offset the sort of sleepiness effects that some people experience um, with, um, with Kava. We don't want, we didn't want the blend to be like a, sleepy time beverage um now some people who aren't particularly sensitive to caffeine uh do find that they like it as a sleepy time beverage and we may release a a caffeine free blend at some point in the future mm. um but yeah those are like the three little the three basic main ingredients and kind of how they all function together to create that sort of like yeah that euphoric uh sort of feeling um and then in so you mentioned like mental health and that sort of thing um Obviously, like, again, not, there's not a ton of research on like direct mental health effects, uh, with, with Kava. Um, but we've primarily so far just been talking about, uh, psychedelic water as like an alcohol alternative, but there's another whole contingent of people who really, really love it as something to drink just during the day. Um, if you're someone who works a stressful job or you are engaged in like creative work or whatever, uh, it's really, really great for sort of getting yourself in that good headspace, right? Like that's sort of like, whether, whether it be imposter syndrome or just you're daunted by a busy day ahead of you or you're feeling creatively blocked. A lot of that is, yeah, stuff that's just going on in your own head, right? And being able to kind of like take something that just alleviates it a little bit, that sort of like puts those sort of like negative self <laughs> projection 
um, in the in the back a little bit and just gets you being like, I'm excited, I'm engaged with what I'm doing uh, is is fantastic. So we have a lot of people who are yeah engaged in creative work or have like high stress jobs who really really love the blend as just like a out and about during the day kind of thing because again it doesn't have the negative the negative effects that um, that alcohol would. So it allows you to kind of get those sort of like boosts like positive mindset and whatnot um, without the kind of detriments to uh, focus or uh, mental bogginess, all that kind of thing. So, well, and one of the things I was reading about kava root is it's been around for so, so, so long, thousands of years, and it's been used in the past as something for anxiety. Um, and it helps with that. But what's interesting is the word psychedelic scares so many people because of the legalities. But there are so many psychedelics out there that are legal, that aren't your typical mushrooms, acid, you know, the bigger named ones. And and I think isn't so kava root is it's it's technically it's a psychedelic. It's just a milder, like very mild version. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's just not <laughs> yeah. something you would take and like trip on. It's just a, yeah. Okay. But it still gives that yeah. like, euphoric kind of like, you're just vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really depends on like your definition of psychedelic. Like there are some people who would say, no, Kava is not a psychedelic. It doesn't, you know, blast those specific receptors in the brain so therefore it isn't but i don't i don't think personally uh that psychedelic has that hard and fast of a definition um i saw a recent article in psychedelic spotlight where they were talking about is cannabis should cannabis be considered psychedelic is it is it not so it's very clear when you begin looking at a lot of the sort of uh, literature that's out there that the there there is not really a consensus on what the definition of psychedelic is, um, and I don't think it really super matters. Right. <laughs> like um, for us, like like I said, part of the part of the goal was to recreate an aspect of the psychedelic experience, right? Um, and uh, you know, again, this will vary from person to person. Some people might not like some some people will identify just like oh, that sense of euphoria is something that is similar to a psychedelic experience. Um, if you're someone who has experience with traditional psychedelics for me, like I think that psychedelic water does a perfect job of capturing this moment about 15 minutes into a trip for myself, at least where I'm not seeing any visuals yet. Um, I'm uh, yeah. Like I'm not like plunging into the depths of my own psyche or anything. But I just feel really good. And yes. that's the moment that psychedelic water captures. Um, now, when I'm doing psilocybin, that only lasts for like five minutes and then we're into some other stuff. But with this, um, we kind of take that moment and make that moment the whole experience. That's where we start and end. And that that's sort of like an, whatever, an hour, an hour and a half, uh, kind of as long as you'd like it to be kind of thing um, with our blend. And that kind of, again, really ties into that, that mission of sort of creating something that's accessible that's not intimidating that you can just get up the shelf and try because yeah, we really want to, you know, for people who are leery of that word, um, I think, yeah, seeing it as just something on the shelf, well, maybe I will try it. And they try it and they go, okay, this was really good. Like, how does this compare to 
traditional psychedelics. And um, hopefully it acts as that sort of gateway of interest. And then most people go on to, you know, join their local Ukraine groups and, and uh, foment a revolution. So. so I literally just posted this this morning. It's the definition of the word psychedelic. And I didn't know we were going to have this conversation, but sure. I want to say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Greek roots of the word psychedelic are psyche, which is mind or soul, and delos, which means to reveal. And it means revealing the soul or opening the mind. So mm-hmm. really, I've heard people say that technically like well yes like you know weed cannabis can also be a very mild psychedelic um for the same reason like it's opening your mind to something that you maybe not maybe didn't think about before and i always call cannabis my gateway drug into this whole space of psychedelics because i started like wait a minute if this is helping me what else is there that could possibly be helping me that they're telling me is bad (laughs) For me, it kind of was (laughs) like an opening of my mind. So, well, and you had a psychedelic experience doing breath work. True. Yeah. So, and that was exactly without substance. Um, And hearing you talk about your the way that you start feeling 15 minutes after drinking this, I kind of did want to talk about what it made me feel like. So, people aren't thinking that they're going to get this and start tripping. (laughs) So, This is how I described it. You know, you have a few beers and you start getting that very loose feeling like you're you're slightly buzzed, but you're not quite drunk, but you're like right on the edge of of being feel good buzzed and one too many (laughs) you know, because it's a slippery slope and one more and you might be waking up with a hangover later. Um, So for me, it was like sitting on that edge of feeling really good and buzzed, but not, I didn't feel buzzed. I just felt really good. It was the good feeling. It was the euphoric feeling without the, like my mind's not all there feeling, if that makes any sense. So really where everybody else is like pounding white claws, not to hate on white claws. I'm just giving an example. White Claw, Truly Beer. (laughs) All of them. Like whatever they're drinking and constantly drinking. I'm like, after two of these, that's all I needed. I was like, I feel great. I don't feel like I'm chasing a buzz. I don't feel like I need to have another one. Maybe in a few hours, I might have one more, but I never felt like I was chasing a buzz. It just felt good all around, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good description. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The buzz without the buzz. I want to start talking about now your microdosing product because that's yeah. new and I haven't tried that yet. Me neither. So you, can you kind of yeah, yeah. So go into that? This has been a long time coming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so um, like I said, when I first joined the company, which was last May, um, it was like a twinkle in our eye, basically. You know, it was something <laughs> that we didn't really know we didn't really know what it was going to be um, at like our initial sort of like the initial concept uh, art that I was creating uh, was based around it being in the same sort of format as uh, psychedelic water is in like a kind of a skinny can. Um, but ultimately, uh, yeah, if you look at the packaging of what we ultimately landed on, it's in a shot form similar to like a, like a five hour energy type bottle. Um, and basically similarly to how, with psychedelic water, the goal is to kind of cr- 
create an as like capture an aspect of a psychedelic experience. The same is true here. Um, we're trying to sort of recreate some of the effects you would experience uh, microdosing psilocybin, um, but with again all FDA compliant ingredients, making this something that for people who are nervous about getting into any sort of gray market stuff or anything like that, it kind of alleviates a lot of a lot of that stuff. Now, of course, it's not going to be an identical experience to microdosing because what we're using is is different stuff. But I think we've done a pretty good job of um, sort of capturing. Um, capturing a lot of those effects uh, and presenting it in a form that is uh, tasty and enjoyable to kind of like associate with as a, as a brand and whatnot. Um, and, uh, and yeah, sort of like exciting in that format. So basically uh, psychedelic functional microdose is a blend of uh, some functional mushrooms. So we've got lion's mane, yes. uh, chaga and cordyceps in there, and then some nootropic ingredients as well. So GABA, L-theanine, 5-HTP. Um, and those are kind of what all is in the blend there. Um, it comes in two flavors, peach, orange, and ginger, as well as ume and sakura. The peach, orange, and ginger is like a little spicy. It's my favorite one. Um, I like that kind of like morning, bam, you know, kind of shot of, the uh, of something that's going to like help my day. Yeah, exactly. And then the ume sakura is a little bit like a little bit gentler. So if you're like more of like a slowly emerge into the day kind of person, that's probably maybe going to be more uh, the one you want to go with. Um, but yeah, they're both meant to be taken as sort of like a uh, daily shot um, and uh, to kind of just help with memory, focus, positivity, energy. Um, some of the nootropic ingredients as well as the, the mushrooms have like a, a stacking effect, meaning that taking them daily, you're going to experience uh, stronger effects with repeated use, um, which is similar to microdosing, uh, obviously. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the idea. That's kind of the idea with that. So that's where just I was saying the L-theanine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What exactly you take L-theanine or you did take supplements? I took L-theanine for my anxiety. Okay. I, that's all I was going to ask mm -hmm. next is what it was for. I, I've never taken it outside of like being in a drink or anything. Mm -hmm. And what about mm -hmm. the... Yeah. So it's, it has, it has sort of like, um, properties to help with anxiety. Um, the other sort of like big benefit of L-theanine is that it has an effect on um, how your body uh, sort of metabolizes caffeine. Uh, so it really like smooths, smooths out the, uh, the sort of caffeine buzz that you get. So a lot of people obviously experience like a big crash after, after taking caffeine uh, and L-theanine really smooths that out. So you don't experience that crash and go from that like energy high to low but it's more of like a taper off so that's uh that's one of the big benefits of it as well i love that what is the 5 hbt that's something i've never seen yeah 5 hbt is uh it's an anti-inflammatory it also has some like anti-anxiety properties um yeah so this, <laughs> you just take it as a shot i love this yeah different kind of shots than what we had <laughs> in our past <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more of a morning different shot than a nighttime shot. <laughs> <laughs> a little different, a little different. I love that. Um, yeah. Going back to the psychedelic water, is there um, a limit on how much you should drink? So, like, if you are out with your friends, 
Should you drink the whole 12 pack or should you? <laughs> Not that I would. Uh, we, we actually, yeah, yeah. We actually apply the same sort of like the same sort of thing you might hear when it comes to traditional psychedelics, which is like, or drugs in general, which is start low, go slow. Right. Um, ah. Most people haven't, haven't tried kava before in any real context. So you don't know how it's going to affect you. Some people find like me, I find like I'm quite sensitive to it. So like I am already feeling the effects off half a can other people, it takes two cans. So I think, you know, yeah, that, that would be my general recommendation. Start low, go slow, figure out kind of what works for you, but there's no like, um, like, strong known like oh if you drink past this point it's gonna like completely like you know you're not gonna like you're not gonna nothing's gonna go crazy basically you're not getting <laughs> fucked up yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that now I w- okay. yeah, we'll, we'll get those we'll get those instagram comments every once in a while which are like how many of these do i have to drink to like you know uh, talk to God basically. And it's like, that's no, it's not going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe someday. We, you're like, we, I want to go to space. Right. Right. We sell these on Amazon people. Like we can't just be, like, yeah. you're not tripping balls off of this Amazon order. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so I want to, we've been, we've had all of the flavors. I think pear is probably my favorite one. And then they all have the same ingredients, which I love. So there's different, just different flavor profiles. The, the, um, microdose, the microdose nootropics, like, are those the same thing? And they just have different flavors as well. Yeah. So the two blends are like the active ingredients are identical. It's just the flavor makeup that's different. And I think that does lend itself to a little bit of like a different kind of personality, uh, type of person who might want one flavor over the other. Yeah. You're saying you want the spicy. Um, I don't want spicy. I keep thinking of that. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say that. And then with the, how how do you say Damiana, 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 Damiana. I keep thinking of sexy leaves because it's an aphrodisiac. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh yeah. Drinking the sexy leaves. We're drinking the drink with the sexy leaves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry we're weird yeah it's all right it's all right we'll get those comments too um i want to know now i want to dig into like your experience with psychedelics personal journeys sure. so yeah. yeah where are you at with the, i mean not where are you at i know that's like a weird question like when was your first psychedelic experience that was like meaningful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that long ago, to be honest, I had a, it's an interesting sort of way that this has all come about because, um, I think like, I, I, I've never had a negative opinion of psychedelics. Um, I, you know, knew people in university who did them and, and stuff, but like, was just not really in, it was just over there somewhere. It wasn't something that I was really paying attention to. Um, and it was through the kind of process of, like I said, kind of the, the opportunity to, to work with psychedelic water sort of falling into my lap. And my interest in getting, getting involved with psychedelic water was less about the psychedelic aspect of it initially and more about I get to make packaging. I get to design cool shit for, for uh, a company that already has some cool shit out. Like, absolutely, this sounds dope. Um, but obviously then you're in the space all of a sudden, and then you're kind of confronted with, um, just like 
all this information about the benefits of these things. And, and I love reading about that kind of stuff. So I started digging into it pretty deeply. Um, and then I guess first meaningful experience would have been, yeah, like last summer. Um, and, uh, just, just sat that me and my wife on a lovely Sunday afternoon, just made a nice little tea and mushrooms and yeah, mushroom tea. And then, uh, had a very meaningful (laughs) experience. It's kind of it hard really to good. It was really, yeah. I love that. Hmm, yeah. Have you dabbled in other psychedelics or just mushrooms? Not yet, okay. but I would like to. Um, I think that I, you know, I think that I'm just going to slowly make my way through the, the roster, so to speak, <laughs> over time. <laughs> LSD, check <laughs> off the list. Yeah, exactly. There's just a checklist on my and wall. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's sort of the plan. Yeah. We have like um, a, a bucket list, basically. And I know that sounds crazy, but it, it's just, it really is just experiencing one and, and finding that it has so much meaning and love yeah. behind it and, mm-hmm. and being like, this is, this is illegal. How? How yeah. is this even possible? Yeah. It's it the it was such a great, beautiful, positive experience. And then kind of wondering about other things, which is which is sort of what we do on this show is we talk a little bit about mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. 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 And then we yeah, hear about was, it when uh, we want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I watched the um the the Netflix like change your mind documentary mm. uh, when it when it came out and there was one quote that like really really stood out to me uh, from uh, I, think it, I think he was a like a military guy and he he we had use a line this quote that all was, the time he was talking about like yeah he was talking about um, like the Dare projects in the nineties and and how he kind of grew up around that and he said something like uh, good drugs led to an opiate epidemic and bad drugs led to me getting healed from PTSD. So yep. I think we need to change our definition of some of these things. Um, and yeah, that was like, yeah, that first experience I had was really meaningful. And I think as much as I'd done all the research beforehand of like, okay, set and setting, uh, intention setting, all this sort of stuff. I think that for me, like doing it, I really realized like, oh, there's, there's so much like, so much more value that I could get out of this. Like the first experience I had, I still something I think about. I took notes, which was great. Um, I love that. But like, I didn't really know what I wanted out of it, except to just experience it. So my notes are a lot of like, what's the meaning of life? <laughs> like, <laughs> not really discovering any answers. It's a lot of, it's a lot of going in circles. So what I what I would love to do um, with some future experiences is really set like uh, very specific things that I want to like delve into related to my own identity, stuff I've experienced in the past, things like that. Because a lot of what I've read has has said, you know, they can be very helpful for that sort of thing. If you have these sort of like sticking points, these problems in life, it's really good to uh, it's a really good way to sort of like work through some of that stuff. Yeah. in a different sort of way. So, well, and it's like, you're connecting with yourself, but I love that you did it for the first time with your wife. Cause yeah, you are connecting to yourself, but also because you're connecting to yourself, you're able to connect with the people in your life 
in a much more meaningful mm-hmm. way. So the fact that you guys did that together and connected with each other, that's, mm-hmm. that's special. That's cool. The, the, you know, the trip period was however many hours. And then there was like almost the same amount of time of just like debriefing with each other and like just talking through, like, cause we both took notes and whatnot and talking through like, yeah, that's what like I was going to ask. Did you guys do like a heroic dose where some stuff was coming some at you? Some stuff was happening? Oh, hallucinations? Like, the- yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, you're, we were. You're tripping yeah. some balls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Man, like and it, it hit me faster than her. And oh. uh, so, like, I was like, this is crazy. This is so cool. And she's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing i haven't done with my husband yet well we've done like smaller doses together but i've always wanted to do like a a larger dose at the same time just to kind of experience that i'm i'm like a i'm an experimenter and i want to know what that feels like and i want to see what the difference is between like a solo journey and something with him um so that's kind of cool mm-hmm Definitely a different type of high than anything you would ever get from a psychedelic water. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. But one day, <laughs> <For sure. laughs> one day when the legalities of this, like, do you think that you guys will ever, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm answering my own question. It's going to be an obvious answer. Like if this is ever something that's legal, this is going to be an option for people, right? Yeah, definitely. I think that, as much as like our goal right now is mostly related to sort of normalization and destigmatization and that sort of thing, that's with the express goal of helping speed up the process of broad uh, sort of legalization of these substances. Because then, yeah, we would love to, we would love to be able to offer the people in the Instagram comments who want to see God after drinking a can of psychedelic water. We'd love to be able to offer them that, <laughs> that opportunity. So <laughs> that should be your slogan. Um, you want to see God drinks, <laughs> drink the psychedelic water. <laughs> I just, I think it's great. I never thought about using the word as a way to help destigmatize it in the branding. Yeah. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. That's genius. You're like, yeah, I'm just drinking psychedelic water. What about it? Do you guys do you guys have other hopes with other products that, you know, even if it takes a little bit for psychedelics to become legal with other products that cuz you just added the microdose shot. Um mm-hmm. yeah. What do you guys yeah. see for the future? I think I so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the plan is to keep uh keep doing what we're doing right now and so far as um sort of, yeah, focusing on this idea of like capturing particular aspects of the psychedelic experience and offering products that, that, yeah, help or either capture or assist in some way. Something that we've been like throwing around is the idea of like a like trip sitter type product. That's like not necessarily, doesn't necessarily have any sort of like um, mental effect uh, sort of uh stuff itself but um but it's designed for people who are actively using traditional psychedelics as a as a means to either elevate or accompany their trip in some capacity um so that's the kind of stuff that we we want to keep doing though it's either things that yeah like uh recreate an aspect of of a, of a traditional psychedelic experience or uh or yeah help people who are who are kind of doing 
doing their own thing. Um, so we'll keep doing that. And then if and when legalization happens, then we'll start to get involved in that. But I think for the time being, that's kind of the intent. And insofar as what those products look like, I think like we're both of our products so far are beverages. Um, you know, if all goes well, I think that we'd be definitely open to getting into other stuff. I don't know, cookies, the gummies, whatever gummies. Yeah. Different things like that. Um, other consumables, um, again, sort of like common snack type stuff. Um, Love a mushroom snack. That's... Yeah, right? Fucking awesome. <laughs> Little mushroom snack. <laughs> I, I think this is like a really good alternative, especially for yeah. people who... We've had a lot of people reaching out about like the drinking. And, and one of these days, we're going to get into an episode about... Alcohol. Alcohol. And the reason maybe I don't drink or my husband doesn't drink. And we want to get into that. But a lot of people have a very hard time separating themselves from the groups of people that they're hanging out with because of the alcohol consumption. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that this is kind of allowing you to exist in this space still Mm -hmm. and still stay true to what you want to do and, and what you believe in and what you don't believe in. And, I don't know. It's, it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the, the, the sober curious movement um, has been like one of the the biggest sort of like communities that's like really like fallen in love with what we're doing. Um, and that's, that's been awesome. Awesome to see. Like we've had people who, you know, like they'll DM us just being like, Hey, I'm celebrating, you know, a year sober today. And I like love your product. It's been really helpful as something to just kind of like be able to have. It doesn't like, doesn't mess me up the same way and keeps me in control and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And doesn't have the same negative health aspects of it, all different sort of things, whether it be like addiction related or just sort of like wanting to make healthier choices. Uh, we did a, uh, like for sober October last year, we, we did a, like a little campaign. The tagline for it was sobriety is psychedelic and people loved it. Like, uh, just that. as a sort of just a thing a thing to say and uh and kind of put out there um yeah so so that's, it's been really really cool to see that community really like adopt that's, like latch on to what we're doing yeah that's funny you it. say that because um i am a personal trainer um used to own a gym now just you know do in-home training or whatever and i have a client who recently got sober and she just ordered a case of psychedelic water um, nice. Yeah, because that's like she wants to continue to go have fun and hang out with people in a sober environment yeah. and still like be able to have a a drink that's not just water or a soda mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, and I think a lot of addictions are are a, a lot of it's just habit. So smokers, you know, even with smokers, when they're trying to quit smoking, they're like, you know, have something in your hand, have a sucker, you know, have mm-hmm. something that, you know, play with a pen just because you're so used to having something in your hand. And if you're a heavy yeah. drinker, or maybe not even a heavy drinker, if you're just a drinker in general, having something in your hand that also tastes good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to drink water? I like I drink that all day, every day. <laughs> like I'm doing this interview, did a microdose, you know, drank a can of psychedelic water. I'm like, I am feeling good. Yeah. We're going to have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would, I would much rather have something in my hand that was good for me and tasted good yes. and wasn't getting me 
fucked up. So yeah. I love what you guys are doing. It's refreshing too. It, oh, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, how can people find you guys? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so we're on the internet, psychedelicwater.com. We're on social media. Just search psychedelic water. I think the specific like ads, uh, like Instagram, it's at psychedelic underscore water on TikTok. We're at psychedelic water without the underscore. Um, and then if you want to find us in real life, uh, we're available at 500, 500 plus retail locations around the US. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Like, I can't believe that we nice. managed that given the fact that we've only been around for Holy a year shit. and a half. Um, we're available at all Urban Outfitters locations across the U.S., including Hawaii and Puerto Rico, which is very cool. I don't, I don't know why I care about that, but <laughs> I love Urban Outfitters. Um, That's where my shirt's from. Like, I love Urban Outfitters. We were just talking, oh, yeah, about, right. we were just talking about Urban Outfitters yesterday. Yeah. one of the days. I get, I don't get yeah. out much because I just order your stuff online. Like Same. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon baby, and and yeah. So I, I haven't ordered your um the microdosing shots yet but mm-hmm. but that's next on the list and you know i had no idea that you got i i want to search for you now like that's my goal like i'm gonna mm-hmm. be out in public mm-hmm. and i'm gonna try to find them yeah <laughs> yeah if you, if you go to the uh where to buy page on our site we have a store locator so you can you know punch in wherever you guys are at and find the uh find the closest sort of locations, but yeah, we're available in all of our outfitters locations. And then for folks in the like greater LA area, we're in all air one locations over there. Um, we're in all of Foxtrot's locations, which are Chicago, Dallas, DC, I think. Um, and then a bunch of independents throughout. So I think we're in most States. There's a few, sorry, North Dakota. <laughs> I don't know that, like, uh, <laughs> um most most states we have at least like one location and then uh and then yeah like 500 locations throughout the throughout the country and a lot in like the new york area and la area texas and that sort of thing so and you you said you live in canada are you from canada yeah yeah i'm i'm canadian this stereotype of canadians being so nice is so freaking true (laughs) That's They're such a, so nice. It's such a good stereotype. It's a to have. good stereotype, but it's true. <laughs> Every Canadian I've met is so nice. I don't even want to know what ours is. It's bad. Don't it's tell us. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're the exceptions. Um, yeah, I love all of this. So we'll plug you guys for sure on our Instagram. Whenever we drop this episode, we'll let you guys know where to find them, um, their website, their Instagram. And I, I feel like you guys, so this, this psychedelic wave that's happening, this renaissance that's happening, you Mm. all are just riding along with it. No shit. Like it it seems like it happened so fast. Yes. And, and it just, it's going (laughs) to keep going. So I'm excited for you guys to like grow along with this and see where you all are in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. We have one more question. Oh, we do? Yeah, we do. So you talked about your psychedelic experience with your wife. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For our listeners who have not had a psychedelic experience yet, um, what would you say would be the biggest lesson or takeaway take from your experience? Ooh. <laughs> Sit back. Think Tough about one. it. 
<laughs> yeah, did you see that big sit back? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like I've been like sitting on my chair like this the whole time. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> um, I think, and this this relates to a conversation I actually had with a friend of mine a little while ago. Um, it's the best way to word this. Um, silence uh, <laughs> you know I think I think the biggest takeaway for me was that and I don't know I, I was trying to come up with a fun little eloquent way to say it but whatever I'll just, just say it try and try and try and get it across but basically like um there I've, I've come across this belief amongst some people that an experience isn't real unless you are stone cold, sober, whatever. Um, and that any experience you have under the influence of some external thing is not real. That is bullshit. Like those thing, those things that you're ingesting, those things that you're, um, you're bringing into your experience are not, presenting you with an experience that is not reality. They are simply allowing you to access an aspect of reality that you are not usually in touch with. Um, so in the context of um, this conversation I have with my friend, we were talking about um, how uh, I was just, I was just, you know, I talk about this shit all the time now with people. So I was talking about uh, some studies I've been reading about couples using MDMA in a therapeutic context to work through sort of like really like hot button issues in the relationship that they couldn't resolve. And I was talking about how like MDMA basically has this effect of sort of like allowing you to talk about things that elicit really heavy emotions without experiencing the really heavy emotions and how it allows people to kind of like do this stuff that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And it's like, but isn't, aren't they like not really doing it then they're doing it like because of the drugs. And it's like, no, like the drugs are just taking away the shit that's like, wrong with you or like that that the parts of you that are like making it so you can't grow you can't like evolve in in this in this sort of relationship or through whatever problem you're facing um and they're just acting as a tool just as any other thing would yeah. like you know no no one's saying this about going to couples therapy um a couples therapy is a tool this is a tool yeah. it's it's a it's a means by which to to uh, access an aspect of yourself or numb a part that, that is preventing you from doing something you want to do. Um, yeah. So that would be, that would be if I was to present someone with some advice about psychedelics broadly um, is the experience you're having is, is real. I mean, yes, technically the walls aren't purple and pink, but like, that's just fun. Whatever. It's the feeling. <laughs> sort of things yeah. that you're feeling and the things you're working through uh, in your mind, like, don't like look at those for me. Like, it's like, I'm not looking at those notes I took during, during that trip and going like, okay, this is all just like random BS from my brain. It's like, well, it is random BS from my brain, but it's random BS from my brain. Like, it's like, this is the, the stuff that was going on there and taking this dose of these mushrooms allowed me to focus on those thoughts and really engage with them in a way that I would not have been able to or willing to um, otherwise. So. I absolutely I love that. 
such a good answer. I know. And I'm glad you took some time to think about that because what's funny is we just released an episode today where we talked about that ex- same that exact same thing with our MDMA psychedelics and especially our both of our MDMA experiences. We tapped into Oh wow. to certain feelings and you know had realizations about, you know, why we acted a certain way and we acted a certain way because of something that happened that made us feel a certain way when we were a child. And in a sober state, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have even had the probably cognition to even put those puzzle pieces together. No. And mm-hmm. and to add to what you were saying, you know, it is a it is a great tool. You know, it's something that my husband and I, and I do. I don't want to say on a regular basis, maybe like once or twice a year to reconnect, because what I say it does for us is it brings love back to the top. Yeah. So all the mm-hmm. anger and resentment or just life getting in the way that kind of like starts piling on top of our relationship, like it just removes all of that. And it's like a fresh start, but we're able to reconnect in a way that like we wouldn't be able to do without those tools. Yeah. So, so I think you and your wife may need to have a yeah. date night at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your next yeah, journey. <laughs> that idea that like uh, twice a year MBMA. It's become my birthday present. Honestly, I, I've said he's he's not so great with gifts. So I'm like, I just want to do drugs on my birthday. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a great birthday present. <laughs> it's a gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Um. So anyway, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. I loved that answer so so much. I'm Same. glad you took the time to. We need to move to Canada. I know. <laughs> I, no, we have a job here. We got our job is here. We got to spread the word. So. Um, and we'll, we'll be in touch with you soon. Thank you so much. And to all our listeners, we'll see you guys on the other side.